What is up, everyone? Welcome to season three. I can't believe it's season three already of the Buckeye Remix. I'm Jeff from Jeff Needs Sports. Um, you know, if you don't know already, the Buckeye Remix, this is my, this is not a biased recap of the Buckeye Week. This is coming from, uh, you know, someone who's been a fan their entire life, someone who, you know, watches it through, through uh, very, very critical eyes. Uh, we have a lot of fun with it. Um, it's, you know, not that we don't analyze, but you know, we all, we also speak from the heart here. So, thanks for joining, thanks for watching, and uh, thanks thanks for being a part of the show. Um, you know, and it's always fun to do this show on a victory week. Again, uh, you know, most importantly, thanks for all my listeners. This is the third season of this. I can't believe that I ever ever got this 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 type of show off the ground. Um, so it's it's been a lot of fun. Everybody's I've had a lot of chatter about it this week. A lot of people uh, working up to it. So if you don't know. This is just my, you know, from the heart week short recap of the game that was, you know, for Ohio State this week. It's it's victory week. Uh, Ohio State beat Notre Dame twenty one to ten. Uh, huge primetime game. Everybody, everybody's talking about it. everybody. It was a discussion on every major platform, every minor platform. Everywhere, you know, everybody knew that this game was happening. It was a big deal. Number two versus number five, Buckeye offense. Everybody knows the buildup. Marcus Freeman coming back home, which again, before we get before I get too into it here, shout out to Marcus Freeman. Uh, love the guy. Glad he lost this game, but I I do hope I hope him personal success. I don't really know if I care about Notre Dame's team success. I'll I'll never be able to change that, but um, you know, good for him. Uh, great guy. Great, great Buckeye. We'll see what the future holds. So, uh, so that's it. Um, Saturday night, Ohio State plays nighttime in the shoe, beats Notre Dame twenty-one to ten. Not, not exactly what everybody thought. You know, we'll, we'll kind of get, get we get through the overview here, and then we'll we'll kind of get into my knee jerks. Uh, basically, as far as the stats go, Ohio State don't you know. You know, I know that the stats weren't huge for Ohio State, especially offense for what we're compared to, but they did dominate every category. Uh, more passing yards, more rushing yards, more sacks, uh, more time of possession. Um, no interceptions on either side of the ball. I don't know how many games I ever watched in any, whether NFL or college. I don't know how many games I've ever watched that there were no interceptions. So that that was weird. Uh, both, you know, these teams are very cognizant of how big of a deal turnovers were you know we'll get into that so high state dominates on both sides of the both sides of the line uh the second half wasn't even close high state you know run just completely strangled notre dame in the second half it was weird that it's the first time in a while that i think a lot of us felt like even though the game score wise was close it really did not feel like notre dame was going to score in the second half and i don't remember the year that I felt that comfortable about it. I'm not here to go off on the limb and say it's the greatest defense ever. I'm just saying, I don't remember the last time I felt like, and this is kind of, you know, partially critical Notre Dame, but they can do their own podcast about their own team. Maybe there's a Notre Dame remix out there somewhere. They can pay me for the brand if they'd like, but some of it's about Notre Dame's offense, huge question marks coming out of it. Um, well, let's, let's talk, you know, let's get into knee jerks real quick. Uh, every, everybody kind of knows what, if you're listening to this, you know what happened. 
there's no eye popping stats except for just the efficiency on Ohio State and how they dominated every category. So uh, we'll, we'll just kick right into knee jerks here because there's a there's a lot. There really is. So um, you know, first and foremost on the Notre Dame side, uh, here was my takeaway, and I'll, I'll just say this out loud, and it, it, it hurts me. It was so much easier when it was Brian Kelly to, to be critical and to come down on him. Marcus Freeman came in this game not to get blown out. His game plan was to not get embarrassed at Ohio State and give his team, which just might be the right decision for a football coach, give his team a chance still to make the playoffs by not getting humiliated, like, say, for instance, Oregon did. Nothing against Oregon. I'm just saying the the taste that everybody has in their mouth of Oregon right now is very negative, even though you, they still just lost a game the same way that Notre Dame did. But it really just felt like Marcus Freeman, the goal was, I am not getting humiliated in this game. And if I try to go toe-to-toe and open it up, that's what's going to happen. And he, it, he was correct. He had the lead at halftime. You know, but it just when it got to the second half and you could see Stroud was feeling more comfortable and things were starting to kind of lean Ohio State's way. He did everything he could not to let the floodgates open. And he did a great job because the national media, all the pundits, all the experts, everybody's saying, you know, great. I'm I'm just saying what a moral victory by Notre Dame. It doesn't hurt them. Blah, 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 blah. They got a shot at Clemson later. Clemson looks like a really good team. Notre Dame. You know, I talked about it in my opening playoff rankings last week. Notre Dame has the chance later in the season with USC, Clemson. You know, I don't know. I can't remember if Pitt's on their schedule. I apologize. Anyway, Notre Dame has the ability to make that up. So he came into this game not to get blown out. If they happen to win and, you know, High State started stumbling over themselves or their defense wasn't what we hoped it would be, you know, then then he had a chance to win the game. So, that you know, that's what I'll say about that. So in a lot of we talk about this low scoring game a lot. A lot of it was intentional. Now we get to the other side of it. The other side of that is we came into last year and we were all so angry after the Minnesota game and the Tulsa game. We were like in the, in the Oregon game, we were like, what, what did Ryan day do all summer? What, what was he watching? What, what is, what is he not seeing that we see, you know, we're sitting there watching the game. What, what did he do? You know, was he just kicking back or whatever and ignoring it? Why why doesn't he make these adjustments? This summer is the exact opposite. He knew exactly what Notre Dame was going to do coming into this game. He knew they were going to try and muddy it up. He knew they were going to slow it down as much as possible. And he played that game, and so did C.J. Stroud. Uh, C.J. Stroud's stats weren't off the chart. He didn't blow everything away. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't throw one interception. The one thing he couldn't do Saturday night was throw an interception, and he didn't. There were several times where you could see he made a conscious effort like what I can't do is throw this ball into traffic and give them you know an a, a free touchdown and how long has it been since again it feels like forever since a, a quarterback could, or a coach could trust their defense like no if I don't turn the ball over I don't think they can score so shout out to the the whole team for being on the same you know playing same game plan what I loved about it, my one of my biggest knee jerks, one of my biggest takeaways was the communication. Uh, it, it was obvious that you know Jim Knowles, you know his defense, his it worked. Game one, it worked. That's we can say that that we really can. I don't know what it's going to look like the rest of the year. I don't know how the players are going to develop. I know it worked Saturday night against, which I don't think is a very good Notre Dame offense. Doesn't matter. It worked. It confused them. That uh, a young quarterback had no idea what a lot of those fronts were doing. The way he shifted, and it's been a minute since we saw that disguise coverage and everything else. 
And then, you know, Day trusted his coaching. All the coaches trusted it. Stroud trusted that, like, hey, if I, like, that, when was the last time that the second touchdown that Ohio State scored felt as big as it did, you know, the other night? So, you know, shout, shout out to them for having the game plan, knowing, knowing, especially after what everybody saw in the Michigan game last year, that Notre Dame was going to come in and do the same thing and being ready for it and actually reversing it and being the tougher team. And fighting it out, it was awesome. So you know, that was one of the things. Another thing, we're talking about the Jackson Smith and Jigba injury. Nothing's gonna, nothing's come out about it yet. Hopefully, it's a minor injury that you know he can work through. He's got. Let's be honest, he's got a couple weeks that if they need to rest him, that's fine. Uh, it sounded like Dave's pressure, you know, today was was cool. But it also, I like how it it also forced a complete team game. Like there was no bailout. Uh, the best, the best player, maybe the best player on the field, you know overall is out of the game all of a sudden then it forces like you know these young receivers that we've heard so much about it forces them to really concentrate and really have a lot of load on their shoulders and they made some mistakes um you know if you watch they missed a when it was option route sometimes they didn't make the right option you know i keep hearing like oh they couldn't get open well you know they're they're new like they're learning the game like it's not that they're not talented but they do so much you know egbuka showed up big time you know great great game by him obviously uh, you know, who knew that mine wins going to make one of the best catches of the year already, uh, that sliding catch going out of bounds, but shout out to Stroud for trusting him to catch it. Uh, you know, that's that, that, that was huge. Yeah. You know, the, it just felt like everybody was, uh, trusting their, their teammates and trusting the game plan. And I just keep going back to like, you know, amazing, uh, you know, Xavier Johnson out of nowhere. I, I honestly, I will tell you straight up. I did not know his name. But we they get a zero blitz one time from Notre Dame. Stroud makes him pay for a touchdown. Those are those are giant. Those are ginormous plays in a game. You know that that's that's probably being an understatement. So, you know, great job by them. Like I say, hopefully uh, JSN is is cool. But I do think that they they made they, they made lemonade out of lemons with that situation and you know those receivers you know figured out what it's what it's like to be on the big stage and what it's like when it counts and i think that in the long run that's a good thing another good thing that fourth quarter running game that huge drive to seal the game in the fourth quarter we'll call it the mine williams drive they fed him uh they, they kept at it they didn't give up the offensive line like every everybody on the on the front there seemed like they were they had a lot of energy, um, you know, a lot of good, great conditioning. Again, another thing that, like, we know what they did all summer. They were ready. Pushed it down Notre Dame's throat, which that's the thing that we heard we weren't going to do. Like, the, the one thing that we thought about Notre Dame was that they were their front was not going to let us run the ball, and they were going to force uh, Stroud to beat them. Stroud made some big plays on the drive, but it came down to just, just running it right at them, uh, forced it in the end zone, completely took – you know, de- deflated them, you know, took the time off the clock. It demoralized them. It, th- that was the, that was the drive that I think a lot of us fans have been waiting for, for a couple years of like, Holy cow. Can we just run the ball, go down and end this game? And I, and I know we, you know, the 80 yard touchdowns are great, but sometimes like you throw that quick one. Well, what you've done is like, yes, you've got the seven points, but now the other team actually has two more chances to score and there, it, it doesn't. It just doesn't sting the same. And I'm not saying that I want to sit here and run a power running game all year. By no means. I'm saying for this game, for that situation, that was one of the. That was a perfect drive, and it really. It felt like everybody 
was really uplifted by it. Uh, shout out to you know Mayan Williams just just for really stepping up. And Henderson, he's going to be he's going to be good. I don't I don't need to hear the question marks about Henderson. Like he is going to be fine. Uh, he he's there to be a running back. He's going to the NFL in a couple of years. It, it, it's all cool. Uh, there, he's going to have his game too. He's going to have a very if he gets put in there, he's going to score the touchdown too. It, 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 it's that wasn't the point. The point was it's a team. They this team understood the assignment and and got it done. Uh, just just great. Um, you know, I've already talked about Stroud. He understood what to do and what not to do. I don't, I don't like anybody that listens to this, listens to my shows, knows I don't, I do not care at all about the Heisman. So if everybody's have a conversation about what did it do to the Heisman chances and blah, 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 I don't care. I don't think CJ cares. I know Ryan Day doesn't care. It's not worth having a conversation. Stroud went out there, won a big, was, was the best quarterback, you know, in the game won it for his team. I think, you know, if he needed to, it, he could have done more if he needed, you know, if he needed to back back off like he did, that was great. He didn't have to take a lot of sacks to do it. You know, it's so it's uh I, I thought he played a really good game. Now one thing while we're on the subject of CJ, I will say this. He's he's not and I put in my notes I just put because I, you know, I make these notes as things go. I just put he's not quite finished cooking. Um, I said this about my grandson a couple months ago before he was born. Uh, he was he was slightly late to be born, and I was like, he's just not done yet. You know what I mean? He's just not ready. And uh, Stroud is not a complete quarterback yet. He's a really, really, really awesome quarterback. This is technically – I mean, this is only his second year, but he's not quite done. He can still – that pressure up the middle still, still rattles him a little. It still makes him think a little extra. Uh, it did appear the other night he was thinking a little more – um, you know, ab- about playing it safe, and it worked. I want to say that. I'm simply saying that C.J. Stroud, I think, is only about 75% of what his potential is. That's as, that's as good or better than almost every quarterback in the country, but I'm just simply saying, like, if I'm doing knee-jerk reactions and being honest, I, I, I told my son as we were talking, I think Stroud can still be got. I think there's still the ability for a defense to – you know, get into his lane, make him uncomfortable and and make him make mistakes. And it's yes, that is a critique. I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not a critique. He's he's just not quite he's just not all the way there yet. But I think he's he gets closer every game. But the important thing is he's winning big games while he's getting better. That's all that matters. Um, he's a young kid. I, I like I, I like I like a ton of things he did in that game, but I'm just saying he's not, I'm not ready to just pin it up as like, Oh, this guy is, he is, I just put it, I'll, I'll just say it point blank. They don't be Alabama or Georgia Saturday night. They didn't have to play him. So it doesn't matter. But I just, that's where I'll, that's where my barometer is of like high state. It wasn't that kind of game. And CJ's obviously it's quarterback and it's football. Like he's going to be the most important player in the field. They weren't, they weren't it. They weren't at that level Saturday night. I didn't expect them to be, but um, you know they they've still got they've got they got some growing and some learning to do, and I have, I have no doubts that they'll get there. Uh, so so that was the biggest thing about that. Um, so we'll talk basically we'll talk a little bit about the offense. Um, you know it just we 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 already touched on a bunch of it. Um, they they knew not to make mistakes. They knew to be efficient. They're I think their wide receivers after all the hype. I think they struggled a little more than people thought. Uh, but that's fine, you know. I they I didn't 
I think it, you know, I think if a jig was in there, it, it might be seven more points. And we're talking about 18 point victory and we're having a whole different conversation. Like he is that kind he is that kind of guy and he knows how to read defenses a little better. Uh, Fleming was out. So uh, no use of the tight end again. Uh, not really. So that, that was kind of a thing, but I didn't expect to see the power running game for them to assert their will. And I think this is a game to where what I'll say about this offense is like, it felt like after the last touchdown, if they would have got the ball back, like they were on a roll, like they were really starting to feel themselves the end of the third and the fourth quarter. So that that was more of the team that I thought, you know, we were going to see. Uh, CJ's, you know, there's no, no problems with CJ. Receivers are going to be fine. Uh, Egbuk is a, a top level receiver. Harrison's, you know, going to be great. So what I suppose the highlights were: CJ took advantage of mistakes by Notre Dame or risk by Notre Dame. He took advantage of them. You know that was a huge win. No interceptions, and the offensive line asserted their will a little bit. Looked a little better. Uh, kept him pretty clean for the most point. So that offense did a really good job. If I had to give him a grade, I used to give a big grade card on here. I've narrowed that down a little bit because I just basically I just run my mouth too much. So uh, I gave the offense a B minus, and mostly because we. And a lot of its potential. We know what this team can do. So it'd be hard for me to say that this was anything even close to what their potential is. I, I don't I don't grade them on like awesome. Thanks for the win. But um overall good game. First half was rough, but hey, you know, that's why you play two halves. Uh talk about the defense a little bit. Uh, best thing the defense did. We can get into like how good it looked, and you know I love they disguised some coverages. Some of these odd fronts really had Notre Dame confused. Uh, there was times that the right tackle just had nobody to block. Um, you know Eichenberg, they really took advantage of you know Eichenberg, and like we kind of uh, finally took a middle linebacker and you know made him important. A lot of stuff we haven't seen in a while. Safeties did a pretty good job. Uh, this the Proctor ran some things interesting. I, I just I don't I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I thought that, and it seemed like it seemed like we were a step closer to every play. Like we were we were getting, uh, they were I didn't play Saturday night. Just in case anybody wondered if then I'd have no eligibility left. Um, these guys were getting through just past the blockers earlier, reacted a little quicker, and then it was giving them you know open tackles, which was shutting down the running lanes. They weren't getting caught up in the trash all the time. That was the biggest problem I had with them last year, especially that Oregon game. These guys, the linebackers were just they were so caught up in the trash all the time. They couldn't get to the running back. Like so runners were always at the second or third level before anybody was touching them. I thought Saturday night they did a great job of of getting under the blocks, uh, get, you know, you know, getting side to side, and and getting getting to the uh, flying to the the ball carrier. That was huge difference. Um, another thing, let's just the shot real quick. Mike Hall, great game, just an absolute monster that night. And I know that like a lot of that happens because of the scheme and because of everything. But the fact of the matter is, he had a couple plays that just really kept the momentum going Ohio State's way. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I mean, every everybody played pr- really solid on defense. I mean, you they didn't Notre Dame didn't score in the second half. We're we're t- we're watching games the same day where a team scored seven touchdowns or six touchdowns in a quarter. Uh, they didn't give up a touchdown to supposedly the number five co- you know team in the entire second half. So there's no way I'm going to sit here and pick on the defense. Yeah, of course they gave up a few big pass plays. Yeah, it's the first game of the season. 
you know, one ums, one ums, honestly, like what do you want to call it? I don't, you want to call it luck. You want to call it a great bounce, whatever, however you want to describe it. That's one of them. A couple of them didn't matter. So a few of those receptions, if, if you don't score off of a drive, I don't care what your receiving yards are. Those yards don't matter to me. So nothing in the second half really mattered. I really only had about 70 yards, but I don't care. So, you know, great job by the defense. I'm, I'm very excited to see what they going forward. And most importantly, for at least a week, they just shut everybody up. The last year, this defense was so maligned by all of us, especially me. You go back and listen to these broadcasts, especially me. Just crushed this defense. All we talked about was a high state's defense. I mean, everybody talked about was a high state's defense all summer. And for one night, they played the supposed, I keep saying supposedly number five because I really don't think Notre Dame is the be- fifth best. Here's what I would ask everybody do yourself. Do you think, do you think that? There's only four teams that could have beat Notre Dame Saturday night after what you watched. Probably not. So, but they had a number five beside their name. They're supposedly number five. And, um, you know, they went out and uh, they, you know, went out and shut them down. And for one night, like it felt like they, they kind of quieted everything. They gave up 10 points. They didn't give, you know, they gave up uh, less than 300 yards. So defense gets. That they get, they get one week to just really, I know day won't give them that long, but to just bathe in it and really enjoy it as opposed to like the negativity last year that was just, you just after what happened. I mean, honestly, the first three games of the season, it never really stopped, but I mean, first three games of the season after the, by the time the Tulsa game was over, we were like full on panic mode. So it, it's awesome to like take a, take a breath and be like, okay, maybe the defense, maybe the defense is, you know, okay. As long as they're okay, we're fine. We know this offense is better than, it appeared. I think Notre Dame's offense may not be so, but the the defense is going to get a play with leads here soon too, uh, and that's when you know things are going to get ugly. I believe for other teams, I'm very hopeful that like you know, if you jump out on some of these teams, that's when that this defense can really have some fun, and that's when we can start seeing these these gaps like we need like 2019 or you know, before that. So uh, very excited, very optimistic. Uh, that's not a lie on this show. If you know me, I'm, I'm not super optimistic, but uh, it's hard not to have a great taste in your mouth after this game. Uh, final grade coaching gave coaching a B plus. I, I said it earlier. Day was ready. He knew what was coming. He had, his team was clearly prepared. Defensive coaches were prepared. He seemed to have to do less and worry about less, which is what I need out of my head coach. I don't need my head coach to be micromanager. I need him to be like, this guy's got it. You, it's obvious that Jim Knowles has brought a another he's brought the other half of the team you know with him and when you're now when day is looking at offensive plays and they're talking about offense they don't every time they call a play they don't have to be like yeah they're gonna they don't have to think about like hopefully that 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 they're gonna score next so I can't just like I can't run the ball for five minutes and get a field goal like Trestle did I have to score a touchdown. That's what it's been. Now, I think the other night they would have been satisfied with a field goal. You know, I think they – I I really do. Um, I Or I should have said I think they would have won with a field goal, not satisfied. Um, so that's a huge relief. And it really – honestly, it op- I know everybody says opens up the playbook. That thinks, you know, that's only 75-yard touchdown passes. No, open up the playbook means – Maybe I can just run it for four yards. Um, you know, maybe I can bring you know thir- your thirteen personnel in or something crazy like that. Maybe I don't have to get you know. Maybe I'm not. I don't have the pressure of getting a touchdown every drive. 
that actually opens up your offense sometime. I mean, you look at a team like Georgia or Alabama who doesn't have to worry about the defense, well, they can do whatever they want, so then the other team doesn't know what's going on. Therefore, this, it, it actually helps the offense. Just because you don't score the points doesn't mean that it doesn't make your offense better or help when they don't have to go out there and and be stressed you know, to score every every 90 seconds. So. Uh, that was a great over overall uh, great victory should enjoy it and if nothing I mean I, I shouldn't make I shouldn't underestimate what it's like to beat Notre Dame as a sort of rival to Ohio State because of the area because of the common players because of the history um, tons of Notre Dame and Ohio State fans live within they might live next door to each other it's a very it's it's probably a more it's probably a more fierce rivalry than people think. They just don't play a lot. And the fact when Notre Dame is not playing well in a rivalry, they don't talk about the rivalry that much. So it's been it's been a while since they beat Ohio State. So you just don't hear as much about it like you do with USC or or whoever they beat recently. You know if they when they beat somebody, then all of a sudden you know there's a little more chatter. It's been a, a few decades since they beat Ohio State. So it seems a little more one-sided, but let me tell you, they do not like Ohio State, and it's it it goes the other way. I mean, there's there's families that 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 have that have fans in the same family. So I don't want to underestimate what a big deal it was to to win this game on the stage, everybody watching, all the pressure on you, and Ohio State took care of business. So that was awesome. Kudos to them. Can't wait for this week. Got Arkansas State coming up. There's really not much to say about this. Uh, this is going to be like it. it it's going to be execution. You know, we'll watch execution. We'll watch crispness. We'll watch how much do they care? How early do they take care of business? Uh, do they let it drag on like they have in the past? Are they giving up sacks to some a player that, you know, we don't know their name yet and they make him look like a, uh, a superstar. Like it's things like that. It's about the execution. Now, how fast do we put the, you know, put the game away, you know, and, and things like that the concentration levels, what, what I'm looking at. So it's one of those, like, enjoy it. It's at noon, you know, have a good time. You know, maybe if you doze off, great. Uh, you know, yeah, this is high state earned it. They played it. They played a really tough game week one. They earned this week, uh, next going next week in Toledo, you know, they'll start having to ramp it up a little bit and then it's go time. You know, so this is um, I'm not saying these are scrimmages. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I don't think Arkansas State would tell you in an honest opinion they're going to beat Ohio State. But they would tell you that they might want to make them work and they might want to embarrass them. And and that's really happened. We saw it with Tulsa last year. Tulsa's uh, I don't I don't know how they would rate against each other, but Tulsa did that. They, they completely embarrassed Ohio State last year by effort. And we can't see that again. We can't start down that road of negativity and question marks. We have to end it quick, get the backups in there, play really crisp, and, and pay attention to detail. So that's it for the remix. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for watching. Uh, this was the rare upbeat remix. Uh, I know everybody. A lot of people are going to be disappointed because they they wanted to find a way that Jeff was going to turn this into a a, a bad a bad win as i call them it, it just wasn't i feel good about it i enjoyed it well i didn't really enjoy it i acted like a maniac the whole time and threw stuff but i enjoyed it afterwards i enjoyed it now so kind of basking in the glow of this and i just love i just love when they beat notre dame this is the uh, i think it's the fourth time i've watched them do it in my lifetime and it's just it's freaking awesome so uh Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check out Off the Ball Network for all the other stuff. Jeff needs sports. Um, later, you know, 
I got a I got a college football recap coming up. This is an all around college football recap where it's more of an analyst. Uh, please listen to that. You got some NFL stuff coming up, and the other guys at Off the Ball Network got a ton of ton of football stuff coming up this season. So we appreciate it. You know, listening, like, subscribe, do anything you can for us. It, it means the most. Well, uh, we do it for you guys, and and we uh, you're you're everything. You're the best. So uh, that's it for me. Have a great night, everyone. This has been the remix, and well, uh, go Bucks.